my culture. It's the Pop My Culture Podcast with your hosts, Paul Stratton and Vanessa Ragland. Hey everybody, welcome to the Pop My Culture Podcast. I'm Cole Stratton. I'm Vanessa Ragland. Thank you so much for joining us. We have an awesome guest this week. Yeah, awesome and super pretty. (laughs) Hi. Her name is Deanna Russo, and maybe you know her from Knight Rider, maybe Gossip Girl, maybe the glossy pages of a fragrance ad, or... Google image search. Google image search this woman because there is a shot of your butt. Well, you can say hi before we go into this. Yeah, you know. Hi. <laughs> Hello. Do you Google image you? Yes, because I like to look at my butt and I can't really it's... do that from, from my POV. Oh, you're right. That's a good point, actually. I never looked at it that way. <laughs> you know? So it just makes sense. You're just a logical person. <laughs> Clearly. Hello. Yeah. You're really good looking. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to spend about 15, 20 minutes. <laughs> I love this show already. Uh, isn't it great? <laughs> this is isn't amazing. Great? Yeah. So when did you first discover that you worked hard on the eyes? No. Yeah. And uh, when did you also <laughs> discover that it was better to Google and enjoy butt than like do something awkward with your neck? Was there an injury? There was. You can really strain yourself if oh. you're not warmed up. Gosh. Yeah. You should do seminars. <laughs> I've thought about that. Yeah. I'm drafting up a book. It's, oh. Uh, but it's going to be ghost written because... Right. Yeah. Ghost Rider was not Knight Rider. No, but... Isn't that weird? (laughs) That was a really good um, lead-in to the next It really was. It was a great great way to transition. I've been studying Christiane Amanpour. (laughs) What does that mean? I'm so curious now. I'm following a tradition of wonderful female journalists with funny names. Vanessa Reglind. Wow. <laughs> anyway, we should probably talk about other. Wait, is that the chick? Is that the chick from CNN? Yeah, and now she's gonna. She got a new job. Did she's she? gonna be um, on like. Oh, I hate how this is being recorded when I don't know exactly what I mean. That's okay because when you said her name, I thought you were talking about her religion, and now I know you're talking about a person. <laughs> it's a person. So I'm throwing myself. Hey, are you, are you a, a practicing Christian Amenporian? <laughs> you know, it does Rory, actually sound right. Did you guys watch Gilmore Girls? I did. She was Rory's role model. Was she? Yep. Wow. Oh, that Rory. So smart. She really had her eyes on the prize. Yeah. Look, yeah. What, and look, look where it got her. Yeah. Traveling pants. Those pants go everywhere. They sure do travel. <laughs> and they fit everyone. Which is not believable. <laughs> yes, unless those yes. are jeggings. I don't think that... They need to make, like, a male version that's just, like, a like hoodie. That's a great idea. Or, you know, <laughs> Brohood of the hoodie. <laughs> the traveling Pistons jersey. That, you know, <laughs> or what if it was just the brother hoodie? <laughs> The brother hoodie. (laughs) The fellowship of the The brother hoodie. hoodie. And there can also be some like mystical stuff in it because it sort of sounds like Lord of the Ringsy. It does. So maybe there's like a little snake man that wants to take the Fellowship of the Brother Hoodie is copyright Cole Stratton and Vanessa Raglan, 2010. (laughs) Boom. Don't don't We own it. We own it. First use of podcast. That's cool. Nice. Oh, and we haven't even talked about the location that we brought you to with our budget. Um how do you like the terrarium? <laughs> I, this is this is one of the most impressive terrariums I've ever gotten. It really yeah, is. It's big enough for us to fit in. Yeah, most terrariums aren't human sized. No. But it was a little chilly outside of the terrarium, but this heat yeah. lamp is, oh, is it keeps it going. Quite lovely. And the beads of dew along the <laughs> inner lip of the terrarium. I appreciate this rock formation. Oh, it's it a looks lot like cute. a chair. Yeah. We tried to scoosh up the moss so you'd be comfortable. Oh, thank you. No, it, it, I'm very comfortable. Good. We thought it'd be fun to podcast in the most Arizona-like conditions that we could, yeah. you know, make, so. 
This Here you great. go. <laughs> it's just one of our things. You guys are you guys are doing it. Yeah, this isn't a joke. That's basically where we spend all our money is are going to these different locations to, to and podcast. Paying for my Google subscription. <laughs> my guy charges me like fifty bucks a month. Wow. <laughs> but I can Google anything, you know? Wow. I just can I can go to Google.com and you can Look Google anything? anything? Yeah. That's great, because I'll type in things sometimes, and Google will be like, no. Premium mm-hmm. membership mm-hmm. only. I've yeah. got that. Lucky. It's a monthly thing, right? Yeah. yeah. My guy, Ray, he hooks it up. I just make checks to him, whatever. Do you think he'd, uh, you know? Maybe. Well, I'll tell him to Google image you, and then he'll be okay. like, sure, no problem. Oh, thank you. He might give you a discount. You're welcome. I'll take it. Let's talk about what's going on. All right. Currently. Um, first, healthcare. Just kidding. Yeah. No, not, not on this podcast. Going <laughs> <laughs> on to NPR. This podcast is a big fucking deal. <laughs> Hello, too big for that. Oh, right. I get it. You're being. I'm quoting Biden. Um, some guy. We're not talking oh, about that on this Blake podcast. Um, what's really the news? Sandra Bullock, Jesse James. Yeah, what's going on with that? Thoughts? Well, she never should have married an Old West gunfighter. I've always said that. So you think she's to blame? I do. <laughs> you know, she must not be pleasing him, and that gives him the right to do whatever he wants. That's the way I feel about relationships. I don't know about y'all. What's amazing to me is, so did any of this, I mean, I mean, she must have known about this before the whole Oscar hubbub, or this all no, came out after? She I really, really was blindsided. I, <laughs> I mean, a, a work season can take a toll on you. You're really doing all these junkets and being torn all over the place. So. Yeah. I heard that she found out from her publicist because ah, the, the Michelle bombshell woman was selling her story to a magazine and then they call the magazine called to tell her publicist and she found out through that like she had no idea any of what was going on but she's so beautiful and seems so friendly and she just yeah, got an Oscar and at now the same kaboom, time, at the same time to be that successful in this kind yeah. of cutthroat career like you have to be somewhat I don't know what's the word I'm looking for just you gotta have a set of balls. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So I'm like, just like, and, and everybody, everybody that gets to that level, like, they definitely know the difference between like, this is my public face and this is who I really am. Right. And you know, I mean, you would hope that at least they know the difference. If not, you yeah. know, you kind of worry. You're not really King Lear, dude. But um, but I think she, I don't know. I mean, I think every woman at that level of success kind of suffers because then it's this, it's it's it's. It's a struggle of um, the dynamic of, of any relationship between men and women because, yeah. you know, not to be a bummer, but it's like, no. you know, men, <clears throat> we've been raised for men to be the breadwinners and na na na. And it's like, it's so deep seated that when women shine and women are mm-hmm. like, you know, in the spotlight, it takes, it takes a really good dude that's comfortable with himself to be like, okay with, with. And not threatened. And you know what I mean? Yeah. I think, I think, I think that's what happens. He's looking for somebody that he can spank. Yeah. I think that's right. the well, and she's the he's spanker. also famous, which exactly. you know, like I find that the the marriages in Hollywood that work usually are like when one of the two is in the business and the other one isn't. Yeah. yeah. When they're both in the business, like not everybody's gonna be Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson. And like that's even like his second marriage, I think. So it's <laughs> it doesn't really yeah. happen that much. And I'm nodding and you can't see that on a podcast. I just true. Realized. You can what I like to do is go nod, 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 nod. Shaking my head no. Shaking <laughs> my head no. Disagree. 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 <laughs> Left to right. Oh, and his first wife was a porn star, which I think gives a little insight into, like, maybe... I hope you mean Jesse James and not Tom Hanks. Oh, no, Tom Hanks. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> which I think gives a... You know, I think that establishes a certain idea of what a woman's, like, sexual role is as yeah. well. And what, what a man wants if he was to marry someone that was in the porn industry and be a 
like okay with it, and then go to Sandra Bullock, who has a very different persona. Or so, does she? Is she a porn star? Could be. <laughs> Maybe she is. It, it did seem like an odd pairing. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I watched Celebrity Apprentice. I don't know if you guys do. And he was on that. And, like, you could see that he was kind of like a soft-spoken guy with mm-hmm. kind of this rough exterior. So, like, I could see maybe what drew her to him, yeah. you know? But, of course, yeah. Um, yeah, it just seemed like a weird... So far, four women have come forward. This is, like this is Tiger, Tiger Woods. Woods all over again. It's Except a new the phase. race card is not being played. Yeah. Oh, but the race card's being played in that Michelle Bombshell's apparently a anti-Semite. Because she has these pictures in Nazi regalia. Classy. Was it for a film? No, for a photo shoot. That's hot. Yeah, so hot. <laughs> <laughs> I love oppressive bitches that yeah. are racist. Mm. I was hoping we get to talk about Nazis in the podcast. Oh, finally. <laughs> this is yes. a Nazi episode. <laughs> We've already got a movie pitch out and we're talking about Nazis. That's right. This is going well. Let's move on. This is really depressing. It really kind of is. Um, also depressing, though, in a different way. Oh. Dancing with the Stars what started this week. Man. And uh, I didn't really watch it previously. I would just catch a stray episode here Me and there. I prefer so you think you can dance and that kind of thing. But uh-huh. um, it was pretty entertaining. I prefer no dance shows, but I'm in because of the cast of this one. Like I know Kate whoa. Goslin. Whoa, uh, yeah, it's Shannon Doherty. Uh huh. And most, Pam. Yeah, Pam. Wow, Pam. Oh. Pam. But this, I, I've. I'm, I'm really curious about Buzz Aldrin. Oh. Like the poor dude. Is yeah. he going to make it? Is I that mean, what you're wondering? He's 80. He's he 80. Is next week? <laughs> I know. And, and you know what was so competing. sad? Him in that little interview room. You know how they uh, do the act? He was like so happy. And it was like, oh no, he doesn't understand. Deal. It's such a big deal. I mean, like, I mean, he's what, 80 years old? Yeah. It's a huge deal to be able to, to dance like that in front of everyone. I, I, mm. I admire it, but it's just kind of like, get out of the way. Like, I want to see, what's her name? The Pussycat Dolls? That girl. Oh, yeah. Sure, you're committed. Yeah, not yeah. fair. Yeah. And Evan Lightchick. Who's that? Is that the, is yeah. that the, <laughs> the skater? Oh, right. He's Did so you see graceful. how he couldn't turn? He's yeah. like, I'm not used to turning this way. <laughs> it seemed like such an OCD thing to say. It really did. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, Kate Goslin, like, not okay. Kate was bad. Ugh. But uh, before we move on to Kate, okay, sorry. Uh, with, with Buzz, so cool. like, I think the guys have it harder because they have to lead in those dances in general. So, yeah. like, Buzz oh, looks yeah. lost. Whereas, like, if you've got a great, like, ballroom guy kind of whipping you around. Well, <laughs> Ginger sure. Rogers, though, she says, I did everything Fred Astaire did, but backwards in high heels. So, you eat that for dinner. True. But, you know, <laughs> I, I don't know. Just watching it, I thought that the guys looked a little more lost it's, most of the I time. agree with you. I agree with you. Because the women wind up leading. And his and Buzz Aldrin's dance partner was trying so hard. She's just Because she's just smiling and knowing that, like, she's not going to be on the show yeah. much longer. She's like, oh, <laughs> I hope someone sees me and puts me for Justin Bieber. <laughs> music video. Yeah, but, but Kate... Gosselin looked the entire time like she was wearing a death mask of sadness. What I don't get is, did you guys watch uh, John and Kate Plus Saint? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Me too. Like hard. I think form. this is how you and I bonded. <laughs> yeah. This may be the beginning of the <laughs> beautiful thing. I was like, I mean, I've seen every episode, <laughs> and she is a raging bitch. Like I know. She is oh, a raging God, thank bitch. You. I like. I want to. I want to. I mean, not that. Not that I. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Like John's a catch or anything, but yeah. I just want to sit him down and be like, "Dude, right? Like, way to claim back your manhood." Yeah, I mean, <laughs> even if you're doing do it. it in this bedazzled Ed Hardy wet, like whatever, yeah, whatever. She is evil, but she's, she's decided to pretend she's a fucking 
Disney princess. Doing it for all the moms. Yeah. I'm doing it for all the moms. Have you noticed everybody's, everybody on the show for Dancing with the Stars has like, like is, is trying to work in a certain demographic and yeah. that's who, whose votes they want. Like yeah. Missy Nash is all about, come on chubby girls. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah this is I don't want to lose my jiggle. Yeah. You lose my jiggle. I'll hurt you. I like her. I do. I love her. She did a great job. She can move. Like she's got. Yeah. Which, which surprised me though when Lem was like. Going off and how bad yeah. she was, and I was like, "Really, dude?" Because like Buzz Aldrin barely walked past you. <laughs> he just went. But he's been on the moon. Yeah, I mean, he's a legend. Right, I love right. him to death, and he's not going to last long on the show. But maybe he will if it's up to people's votes, like yeah. who call in, because it's people true. will be like, "Morris oh, Leachman was on it last year, right?" Yeah, and was she lasted a while. She lasted I think. quite a while. I didn't yeah. watch it. I just know from she was a feisty old broad. Like old people like dancing shows. Yeah. Like they're obsessed, and they like being like crazy. I actually yeah. have a mini Cloris Leachman story. Oh, I thought you were going to say crush. Um, I, like, I have a mini Cloris Leachman crush. <laughs> um, I, I, uh, I was at a like an advanced screening of that movie Waitress mm-hmm. like, yeah. a couple years ago. Um, it was like on the promenade. Yeah. And, um, you know, it was full because they make sure you get it filled. And there's two seats next to us that had like saved signs on them. Mm-hmm. Um, so the movie's about to start and all of a sudden this old lady and her friends sit down. And like, And... Um, <laughs> Her her daughter, I think, was just like, we're not, these are, these are reserved, um, we're not supposed to sit here. She's like, ah, oh, I made so much money for this studio, I don't care. <laughs> and it was totally Cloris Leachman. Weird. And the, the poor young interns who are, like, running the whole screening, who code to sit down, like, when it's finally time to start, are like, uh, oh, um, we, these were, and then, of course, Cloris just played dumb. Was just like what, huh? What, what? And then they're like, "Never mind, you can sit here. It's cool." And then they <laughs> stood at the back or something. And I like, oh. love that. I love that she sat there with all the intention of like stealing someone's yeah. seat. And then when she got called out on it, she totally pulled the I'm old lady. Old. She totally I'm played so the senior old. Yeah. The smartest one ever. It was pretty amazing. I, have to admit. <laughs> I don't want to be her. <laughs> no. You Google imager and then you Google image yourself and you rethink that decision. <laughs> no, there's similar photos of Cloris Leachman on there. Ew, Cole's disgusting. <laughs> Anyway, oh, I have a topic to ask about. Did you watch the Lady Gaga telephone video? I did. And what are your thoughts? Pussy wagon? Right. Like, it just seemed like this art. Like, hey, what kind of, you know, picture car can we get? I know, Kill Bill. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I like picture car. Like, <laughs> what kind of picture car can we drive? The driving Miss Daisy car? <laughs> well, Universal Studios is all about the picture cars when you go there. So it's yes. like, oh, look, it's the car from the Adams Family. It's, they, I think they have Kit there, actually. I they remember should. I took a photo next to Kit, like, yeah. maybe 10, 15 years ago. Yeah. Mm. They just, I just came back from Vegas. Uh, we did a Night Raider festival out there. And, okay. uh, and I, I was a last minute addition. I didn't tell anybody I was coming because mm-hmm. I, it was, I didn't even know if I could make it, but it worked out and I made a surprise appearance. <gasps> and, um, it was, uh, it was, it was not the best, like, introduction. It was, like, I, I didn't, I didn't, um, be, be, my own fault for coming late was that I I, uh, I didn't get there in time and I didn't have like the big like hey everybody oh, yeah. from the new series no 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 yeah so um but who who did obviously but nobody's there to see me anyway they all want to see the hop and right so, the hop was there and Glenn Larson was there who created the the show and like right. every other favorite television show that's ever existed right and um and uh, and they all kind of like go inside and I cl- and I'm I'm like sneaking past the velvet ropes. And, um, and I see Neil Epstein, the dude that's mm-hmm. kind of in charge of Knight Rider Online. I'm like waving to him and this older woman comes up to me to kind of push me back. And she's like, she's like, you, you can't be here. You don't belong here. Cause I didn't have, you know, the right credentials. <laughs> right. And I go, Neil. And he goes, no, no, she's VIP pointing me. Mm-hmm. And this, the old woman goes, ah. 
Yeah, right. And walked away. I was like, oh my god, that's so damaging to my ego. And yet, thank you. And then, um, so I'm looking around at all the cars, and and my and I I thought like, wow, like. I'm so impressed that they got NBC Universal to sign off on this because mm-hmm. there was um, I don't know seven or eight vehicles, new and old, of the Mustang and the and oh, wow. the, um, the Trans Am. Yeah, sounded good. Fuck, I forgot. Oh, no. <laughs> For a Camaro was the um, the Transformers. Trans Am was the yes, was the original Knight Rider. See, I know so many things about shiny cars. That's impressive. And, um, no, so what happened was is that. So I'm, I'm thinking that you know NBC Universal signed off on this and that they they shipped out all these cars. Oh no. These these have nothing to do with uh, with the studio. These are fans of the <gasps> show who Ooh. built their own Whoa. from scratch. Whoa. They had all kinds of different kits, like like I said, the original old one. And what's funny is that you know, having shot the the new one, yeah. I can tell you that there is no one car that's all together with the interior and exterior, right? Because uh. you never see the interior and the exterior at the same right. time. Right. So when you're shooting the interior, it's like. It's 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 rigged. You're, you've got basically just a shell of a car, so that you can see. You, you can. You, there's no windows. You can mm-hmm. move the camera in and out. You can take the roof off. You know right. what I'm saying? So that's not a real vehicle. Um, and then the the car you drive around. I mean, that's com- something completely different. Obviously, you're not gonna have all the bells and whistles inside because you never. You know what I'm right. saying? Right. So it's so interesting to see people's interpretations of. You know, how it all kind of would really come together and people with the attack mode and the doors that come up in the, like the DeLorean way or whatever. Yeah. It was was so so impressive. And I got to meet some really wonderful people that were really excited about that, which made me feel cool because like, you know... In, in in my circle, Knight Rider was kind of a joke, and, and right. it's not nobody really respects it. But yeah. like, for the first time ever, I was around <laughs> people that had so much respect for this job that I did a couple years that's ago. That's amazing. Yeah, I was I was super um, I was super touched. And so that's tapping into a really cool group of like there are some shows that do that, and it tends to be like fantasy or sci fi where there's a group of like really dedicated fans like that. Yeah, want to recreate that world, oh, and I don't know. It's what that pretty is. hardcore. Like, yeah. if you have a show that achieves cult status at all, like, good night. Like, as I, I work with writer, uh, <laughs> good night, <laughs> night writer. writer. Thanks. Good. Okay. <laughs> Can we talk about your T-shirt for a second? Um, sure. Uh, it's really stupid, but I wore it in our. No, not stupid. Uh, I love it. <laughs> it's basically a picture of uh, a suit of armor with uh, David Hasselhoff kind piggybacking. Of piggybacking on it. <laughs> A.K.A. Knight Rider. He's, nice. He's Rider. riding the night. He's riding the night. It's so uh, great. He's getting a piggyback ride. And it took you, like, zero time to notice it. Yeah, no, dude, it's it's clearly the Hoff. Yes. <laughs> like, that, that hair, that look, like, through the brow, and, yeah, he's Ooh. waving his fist in the air. We, we really gotta get a picture of that on your on your website. It's pretty amazing Bella how many boom. people just look at it and have absolutely no clue what it is. And, like, I'll be like, they'll be like, what's going on with your shirt? And I'm like, uh, uh, yeah, see, right? And, like, an, an, an armor guy? Mm. <sighs> what is right. that? You know, uh, actually, right? I think people don't know that Knight from Knight Rider is with a K. With a K, right. I think a lot of people think it's like as in Midnight or right. something. Oh. Yeah. Why is it with a K? Uh, his K? last name is Michael Knight. Yeah, oh. Knight Industries. Knight Industries. Knight? 2000, 2000 was the right. was what Kit stood for in the begin, in the original series. Yeah. For our series, it was uh, Knight Industries 3000. Uh-huh. Yes. So you see how they got Upgrade. away with that? Upgrade. Yeah. Upgrade. Yeah. It is it is amazing that when you, you are a part of something like that, that's like a whole universe within itself that people are just so hardcore in love with, cult-wise. Yeah. It's fun. It's, you know, I, I, I work with uh, with Rift Tracks, which is the Mystery Science Theater 3000 guys Ooh. a lot, and... Um, you want to talk about hardcore, crazy, weird fans? Yeah. Like they're great, but they're hardcore. And, yeah. and I've, I've, 
they've also done my festival a couple times and they get, you know, they'll get cornered by right. people and they're really great about it. Like, you know, they've done these conventions so many times and they sign autographs and stuff like that too. But like people will bring like crow T robots that they made yeah. that are like, look wow. exactly like the stuff they use on the show. And stuff Robot like that roll call. Exactly. <laughs> And so it's cool that, like, because I'm part of that universe a little bit now, because I, yeah. I write for them, and then I've done my own yeah. presents and stuff like that. Like, now, and I have, like, you know, a handful of nerdlings that <laughs> think I'm cool. That you love. I love them. Yeah, I mean, it's great. <laughs> and, and the only reason I call them nerdlings is because I'm one myself. Yeah, yeah, you are. yeah me too. Um, I'm, I I'm obsessed now. I'm, like, a, now I'm a fan of you. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know you did the whole MSC3K thing. See, what's weird about that is, like, I used to watch that show when I was in high school or whatever, and I would have like sleepovers like on Friday night when they'd show them on Comedy Central, and we'd watch the episodes. Oh, yeah. And like, I never dreamed that I would one day be like not only friends with them, but like working with them. That's you know? so cool. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's just kind of weird when you get to that point where you're like, if I had told myself like 10, 15 years ago that, oh, you'll be friends with these people or yeah. whatever. You're just like, you're the coolest person in the world. Yeah. And then you get to that point and you're just like, it's, it's cool, a, it's a but job. Well, it's no, just it's, a job. It's a you know? job, exactly. Yeah. But it's a cool fucking job. Yeah. Can I swear in your podcast? You sure can. Yeah. Thanks. We kind of don't rate it explicit yet. We haven't gotten caught. Wait, did we? We should. We, the first one we did. The second one didn't get rated explicit, oh, though. Yeah. Should I just make it explicit? We I, can make it a lot more explicit They now. should all be explicit. Yeah. We, we, say, we make swears And we want to talk while. about, I mean, I want to talk about doing it. Up the butt, this show. <laughs> it's a different kind of pop culture podcast. Yeah, uh, by doing it, but means you know suppositories. Yeah, and, you know. Yeah, staying regular. Obviously, obviously, eating fiber. Don't don't eat that red meat. Kind and then also getting up. penises up your butt. Wow, That's, that is just disgusting. Did you hear that? That was the sound of about. 30 podcasts being switched off at work <laughs> right about now. Wait, did they play this in offices across the country? And I did say 30 because I'm optimistic. Yeah, I was going to say wildly optimistic, but <laughs> whatever. Oh, I apologize, guys. I was kidding about the butt stuff. <laughs> yeah, did good. Or was it? I mean, she? just wait till my hard-hitting questions. <laughs> yeah, they're going to be pretty tough. Yeah. Um, so, Lost this week. Right. Let's go there. Oh, uh, please. Because that seems the logical place to go after talking about suppositories. Should I say yeah. spoiler yeah. alert? Um, Are you guys going to spoil things? If people haven't Maybe. already watched it. If you haven't it, watched it this, at this point. You're not a real fan. You've been in a cave for the last week. Or the last 200 years. But Though I had a friend who was going to, he was, <laughs> she was going to be going to the Paley Festival organization thing that they did where they had like a bunch of the cast there and Carlton cool. Cuse and that kind of stuff. And I was like, when they do the q and I dare you to stand up and ask, what's in the hatch? I'm only on season two. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't do it. What a I got to meet Carlton Q's at this night of 140 tweets. <gasps> we were right, talking about that too. It's a benefit for tweet. tweet? Yeah. It's a benefit for <laughs> tweet. Wow. They're actually next it's year. It's a benefit tweety. for tweet deck. We, we, we named, we raised so much money for Haiti that we're going to rename the country Tweety. <laughs> Um, they're fine with it. Sylvester the cat food. is not pleased. <laughs> but uh, but it was this really great. It was this really great night, and um, and it was it was it was such a mind fuck for me because here I am waiting backstage with literally the entire cast of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Because oh they were because what they did is they broke you up into groups, and then you like had like different waiting areas before yeah. you went on stage. Because there's 140 of us, right. each mm-hmm. one getting up and tweeting. Um, 
So it just ran like a well-oiled machine. So they they closed down birds, right? They closed down birds. This restaurant next door, yeah, (laughs) and um, and that was basically our 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 green room, which was pretty great because all of a sudden Ashton Kutcher and Demi Moore come in and they sit like they sit like around the corner from where I am, and just because of how I was like the angle of where I was sitting and next to my friend, I kept looking up and they I just kept catching their eyes, and I really wanted to be like, hey guys. I'm not looking at you. You're just like in my view. I'm so sorry. Wait, but also, you did you're look pretty. You're how so pretty. pretty. Demi Moore in real life. What is that like? Gorgeous. Like it's not it's like gorgeous. Wrinkly and it's no, like it's like what you herself. see. Yeah, she takes care of herself. Man alive. Um, and so anyway, I'm waiting backstage with a. In my group, it was like me and Vardalis. Uh, uh, what's her husband's name? Ian Gomez. Oh yeah. Or gosh, I don't think I make up a Spanish name and I'm racist. <laughs> Fuck. No, I think something like. I don't want to say he it was because awesome. I feel like if I guess wrong, I'm racist. <laughs> she, she was lovely. She loved the dress I was wearing. So I'm like, you're my best friend now. And then, like I said, the entire cast of It's Always Sunny. So and nice. uh, and I'm just, and I'm trying to like play it cool. Like, yeah, I mean, we're all people, right? And all I'm thinking the whole time is, Nightman. Oh, <laughs> like Defender of the Sun or whatever it is. I really wanted to sing it with them. But, um, but anyway, so uh, my tweet that night was about Lost. And oh. so afterwards, I, I was, like, next to Carlton Cuse, and, and he's like, hey, I'm sorry, I don't think we've met yet. I'm like, yeah, no, we haven't. He's like, are you having, <laughs> he's like, are you having fun? I'm like, yeah, and we're talking about what our tweets were about, and, and I was like, mine was about Lost, actually. He's like, really, can I hear it? I'm like, all right, this might be a deal breaker. You might not want to be my friend anymore. He's like, I want to hear it. I said, Lost is like a bad relationship. I'm unsatisfied and know it's going to end, but I've put in too much time to give up now. <laughs> and he just sat there, like his, his head kind of tilted to the side, and, and, he, and he looked out and he said, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you're cool. I'm going to get another drink now. Bye. I like to think that I was a uh, tweeter 141. Oh, yeah. But I just didn't quite make the cut. You were. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But I tried to figure out what I would have I said no. They contacted, they contacted me again, like, again and again. Oh. I'm busy. It's for Haiti. I don't care. (laughs) It's for Tweety. Okay, I'm in. They didn't tell me about the Tweety plan. Oh, see. I decided if I had done it, um, the tweet I probably would have done is really stupid, but it would have been tweet and retweet. We're sitting on a bridge. Tweet fell off. Who was left? And the idea is that everybody would start retweeting, retweeting. it, and then it would just go have and you, go and go. I have, and it doesn't work. It doesn't really work. work. No. I didn't even retweet <laughs> <laughs> I'll totally retweet that. That was one of my favorite jokes as a kid. Oh, yeah. and follow Deanna Russo on Twitter. It's just at, at sign, because that's how Twitter works. You use an at sign, which you can find on the number part of your keyboard if you hold down shift. And then it's like, an a, it's like an a with a, with a, a curly cue. Yeah, with a curly cue. Like or a if a pig over. and an a, a had sex. Right. This is what the back of the creature would look like. Look, if you don't know what the at sign is, you're, yeah, probably, you're probably not online right you now. You probably don't know how to work a VCR. <laughs> They're playing this on a record right now. Somebody's exactly. listening to this in an LP form. <laughs> we do get a few records of every podcast printed. Wow, in yeah. vinyl? A couple of yeah. tracks. Cool. Yeah. yeah, it's nice. But yes, yeah, at cool Deanna Russo. Uh, and, and follow at Vanessa Raglin. Yeah, and at Cole Stratton. We're we, we were really creative we were with our names. That we got our own names. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so how did you feel about Lost? We can just... It doesn't matter. Oh, yeah, Lost. Um, I, lo- I love the show, mostly. Like, I think that you're you're best off if you just stop trying to figure things out and just, just kind of go with it. Yeah. Because I'll watch with my wife sometimes, and she'll just, she'll just be like, but wait, that doesn't make sense chronologically. Or be like, just, you know what? Just yeah. forget about it. They killed off Nikki and Paolo. Everything is great from now on. Whoa. So... Wow, I just, um, I just like to get 
stoned and think about the universe. <laughs> Whoa, really? Yeah. And watch Lost at the same time? Yes. That is that is one hell of a journey <laughs> to take. I can't imagine. It's it's you know, it's something to do not by yourself. It's something to do with <laughs> <That's> friends. <sad. laughs> so that they can they can pull you out of the dark, dark hole and crawl yourself <laughs> in at the end of the episode because all, all I do is sit there like this, like, but wait, the thing what does it mean? <laughs> So I can't that'll, get drive, into that'll it. drive you crazy on that show if you yeah. to, if you do that. Um, though this last episode, everybody's kind of freaking out about it as being like the best one ever, which I don't think it is. But I yeah. liked it. I thought it was interesting. Can we talk about the worst one ever? Sure. My Polar least... bear. Jack's tattoos. Yes. Oh. By Ling. I By just, Ling. That was the worst by she, far. That was the, that was there was no point to that episode whatsoever. It was so terrible. Is it just that they didn't have to cover up? You know Matthew Fox's tattoos. I guess. Well, That's when I was cool. watching the show, I was like, I'm fine with everything, but how did he get his tattoos? And then they showed me. And I, like, I believe the rest of the premise. Right. It's just I couldn't, I couldn't buy the tattoos. I needed a backstory. <laughs> For real. Did you um, Did you ever watch Battlestar Galactica? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Like the new Gee. one? Yeah. I haven't watched the new one. I just watched the old one. Oh, I've heard okay. it's amazing, though. It is amazing, but there, it's the same thing where it's this amazing series. Yeah. Where you can watch it from beginning to end in, like, a week if you have the flu. I highly yeah. recommend right. it. Um, but the then, uh, but, yeah, get the flu. <laughs> Swine, preferably. Then get some marijuana and, then... <laughs> and go on a journey with five of your most spiritual friends. Tap it off with some NyQuil. Your spirit animal. Ideally a coyote. <laughs> And, um, anyway, there's the same thing. There's this one bad episode of it mm. where I was like, wait a minute, you didn't earn that. Where, like, Leah Dama suddenly is, like, dating a prostitute. And it made it sound like they were in love and that this has been going on for a while. And I'm like, I call, I call bullshit. <laughs> you did not, you did, that's what's kind of cool about, um, shows that are on cable. And I know this goes against what I just said because BSG was on, um, sci-fi. But most shows that are on cable, mm-hmm. they have the luxury of shooting the entire series Taking a step back, watching it, seeing what's missing, uh, moving B and A storylines around to fit whatever kind of arc they want, doing yeah. reshoots, right. recasting, whatever, and then airing it. Hmm. So that's why it's what's really great about Breaking Bad or um, or Rescue Me is all this foreshadowing that they kind of you know uh, lay around. It's and, like so deliberate. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's really it's really good. Did you guys watch The Wire at all? That's a, I have not seen that, but that's on my list because I've heard of the same Everybody thing. kept telling me, like, oh, you got to watch The Wire. It's the mm-hmm. best show in the history of the world. All the critics, yeah. especially, like, British critics are, like, in love with that. They kept really? telling you? Yeah. British critics British kept critics telling you? Kept Hello. Cheerio. <laughs> Hello, um, Cole. Hi, love The Wire. Well, exactly. I just want to recommend The Wire again. And, and I used to work at a, a, a video <laughs> DVD place, so I would get just get things cheaply. So I have the whole series. Oh, cool. But we're just, I'm just, we're just, like, watching them slowly, trying to go mm-hmm. through them. Because we have a bunch of shows that we're doing that with, like West Wing and things Ooh, like that. Ooh, yeah. Um, so we've watched season one, which is great, and season two we're almost done with, but season two is like the worst of the seasons I've been told, and it's also like the slowest. Like mm-hmm. the, the show moves kind of at a snail's pace anyway. Which is the one with like the guy runs for mayor or something, or the guy, like there's, it's like, it's just, the only episode I ever caught was like a, a political race. I'm like, this is dumb. My <laughs> <laughs> No, the, the later seasons I haven't gotten to. Oh, okay, okay. My but, I mean, it's it's Spoiler. pretty amazing because it's a slow burn show. It's like it rewards you when you watch it, but you have to, like, buckle up and just get through it. And yeah. sometimes the things move so slow and there's so many characters that you're just like, please, anything happen. And then when something happens, it's like, whoa, okay. Yeah. It's pretty major. Worth so it. Yeah. I, yeah, I recommend it. It's, it's, it's definitely a good show. I'm getting excited. Breaking Bad. 
I Dude. couldn't hold back. I had to say it at that moment. I'm sorry I interrupted you. No, it's fine. I, I end every episode standing in front of my TV with my mouth agape and my hand <gasps> over my face. Like I, ha- I have, the, I watch the whole thing usually with both hands on my head, yeah. and my mouth up. I'm like, oh, no, it's so good. He's amazing. He's I love Brian Cranston, and to, to think and like it's really great catching old episodes of Malcolm in the Middle, right? And seeing like, look at that genius. Look what look, look. what he made. You know, yeah, from that show. I mean, and I've been least. reading interviews with him because I'm like I'm just so into Breaking Bad, and he is like a fascinating, intelligent. He must. He like, actually draws some of the yeah. episodes. Yeah, and he has written a movie. Like he's like such an I don't know a thoughtful person, and um, I just think that show is beautifully shot, beautifully acted. Yes, the way it's shot and 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 the um, the foreshadowing. Oh man! Like yeah, it's it's cool. Because watching it again, knowing where the story's going to go, it's really great watching it again. Yeah. And, um, and just seeing the little... Like, there's this one part where um, Skylar uh, mm-hmm. is looking through a box of pictures, and she's lingering on this picture of, uh, of her old boss mm-hmm. at the bank. And that was, like, in the first three or four episodes of season one. Yep. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. Like, you don't even hit that until season two. That was, that was nice. So smart. Yeah. And the casting is great, too. So great. Wow. I've heard great things. I've yet to see. It. I own the DVD of season one. I just haven't buckled up. And you can do it in the night. You won't be able to stop. Yeah, you it. I've heard it's. I've heard it's amazing. It's like those cliffhangers that are so exciting that it's painful. It's horrible to have to wait a week in between. Like, yeah, bad. That's also kind yeah. of the way to watch like Twenty Four. Like when I first got into <laughs> that, it's like it's it was so much better. Like I think I bought season one from Costco when it came out or something because yeah. no I'd, commercial break, no commercial break, and yeah. you just go and like it feels so much better. Well, the funny thing about that show is, is, like, you forget that, like, it's all in the same day because of the real-time thing, and you're like, uh, a helicopter crashed yet six hours ago, and yet nobody's talking about it anymore, you know, like, it would right. be all over the news. Right, yeah. But, That's you know, another, you gotta go with it, it. Yeah. if you're going. You know what's kind of interesting about, about this, how, um, like, media is changing, is that, okay, so, television shows are successful based on, um, their viewership. Right. Because then you can sell the show to advertisers and say, hey, we're guaranteed to have this many people of this demographic watching. You want to sell your product to them. Like, this is how much the ad space is, right? Right. Okay. So if, if shows are not, I mean, if shows are going to become more successful in the future in DVD box sets without Mm -hmm. commercials, then, then it's really putting the power back into the studio and they're just kind of, I mean, what, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, that just seems to be the trend where, where it's going. And also with online viewership too, there's not there's like a commercial usually, yeah. or you know two sponsored products per show if you're watching it like legally on yeah on Hulu or whatever. And it's the same thing that it's it seems like it's giving more and more power to the people the creators. Yeah, it's interesting. It's, even so though it's they, a weird time, like they I don't even buy on their revenue from yeah. advertisers. Like how is it going to make money? Just yeah. from people buying the right. product, or I mean, a lot of t-shirt sales, I guess. <laughs> so that's why studios get into it. Yeah, the t shirt money. <laughs> oh, it's like, I don't even know why they really do Nielsen's anymore. It's like such the yeah. outdated, like, pulse of what Ohio is watching, I guess. Well, Ohio listeners, don't take offense because I know you have great taste. My friend Jamie lives in Ohio. She could have gotten really offended by what you just said. Did she? She's probably watching Two and a Half Men right now. <gasps> oh, oh, snap. Oh, my best friends work on that show. I know. It's a good oh. show. But what I'm saying is, like, <laughs> that's the kind of, like, show that, like, is constantly at the start of, you know, the top of the race. Like, according yeah. to the gym, you used to do really well. And, yeah. Like, really? 
Well, what's what amazes me is how all the procedural shows are king still, like all the mm-hmm. CSIs and and and, and, and so and, many offshoots that still keep working. That's what's yeah. impressive to me. Like people Water, aren't what? tired of it. Yeah, but it's just one of those bulk faithful things that people can turn on at any time. Yeah. And, and appreciate it. Yeah, Law and Order is one of those shows that like I never ever ever go out of my way to watch it. But if I happen to start watching it and it's on, like then I can't stop watching it until yeah, it's have over. To see how it see how it ends. And I had that happen to me mm. once where I was on a plane, like JetBlue, where it was, I was watching it, and it was like an hour flight from LA to San Francisco or whatever, and literally they started their descent in the last five minutes of the thing, and I was like, oh no. <laughs> and so, bloom, it goes out, and I didn't get to see how it ended. It, it drove me crazy. I'll like, tell why you did what. I start? I should have timed it better. They figured it out. That's how it ends. <laughs> the good guys figure out what the bad guys did. What? And the bad guys get in trouble. Next would be telling me that Dick Wolf produced it. <laughs> My grandma, uh, she's the one that got me into uh, Dancing with the Stars as well as oh, yeah? Bones. So whenever I work in New York, I stay with her because mm-hmm. she lives on the Upper East Side. And uh, and we'll, um, she she enjoys her Pinot Grigio, so she'll get a couple <laughs> glasses in. And um, and she'll start an episode of Bones, but she passes out like halfway Aww. through. No. And it's the cutest thing ever because she's just like so peaceful and <laughs> like to sleep on the couch. But now what's kind of annoying is that now I have to see how it ends. Right. And right. And, and 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 I feel like oh I have to watch it so I can tell her how it ends. But no, it's really because I'm now now I've just I'm invested. It. You're yeah. in it. Right. In it to win it. <sighs> that girl's pretty too. Huh. Emily Deschanel, yeah, vegan. Yeah, I know. And so is Zoe now. Oh, really? I think so. Because from the Top Chef, Chef, yeah, yeah. she was saying she was just vegetarian, but then she was like, also no dairy and eggs, and it's like, okay, so probably she's vegan, unless she wears leather or something. Like there may be some. I don't know, but. I support her choices. Have you tried the new vegan cupcakes at Sprinkles? No. Uh, the, Are they so good? They're so. They might even be better than the regular ones. Really? Well, the, all they do is red velvet because they obviously you can taste coconut oil in it, mm. and just that nice little like layer of coconut with the red velvet. It's pretty ridiculous. Oh my gosh! I've also heard. Have you heard of a cake baker called Kiss My Bunt? No. <laughs> I follow them on Twitter, and I know my friend is getting married over the weekend, and she's using them, and they also have a vegan red velvet. That wow. I've heard is like insane. So I'm super excited to eat cake right now. Just in general. <laughs> I'll make a few stuffs. <laughs> I can have a taste test. You guys can watch. <laughs> wow. Sorry, there's not enough to share. I don't even know how much there's going to be, but I know I can't share. Understood. So, all right, we do this thing in the podcast where um, we do, uh, we ask a question of you of like a first that we'll answer. Kind of yeah. like a, we, we like to say a pop. Yeah. So to speak. Like when you got popped, but so, not. Not the not, not in the explicit way. <laughs> like in the past, we've, we've asked. Let's see, what have we asked? We've asked uh, first concert. Yeah, first R-rated movie saw in the theater, things like that. First celebrity crush. But those are not the questions today. Diana. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> you don't really have to formulate your answer. There for a second. The yeah. question today is: um, When was the first definitive LA moment for you? Like, when did you realize, like, holy shit, I live in LA, I work in LA? Like, when? What was that for you? I was. Uh, I was. A uh, hostess at Gordon Beerish in Burbank. Okay. And um, Kato Kalin came in. Whoa. Yeah. When was this? 2002. That was a good time for Kato Kalin to come yeah. in. How <laughs> <laughs> did that hair? <laughs> yeah. That, Weird. That, that's when I realized like that um, TV and reality cross paths, and that's that's only here. Yeah. That's a good one. I don't. I'm, I got to think of one. You go. Uh, mine is uh, sort of similar in a way, and I had been here for at least. Four or five years, I think, when I had it. But um, I was uh, in my car 
waiting to turn right onto Sunset Boulevard from Doheny, so kind of up at that point on the strip where it kind of goes into Beverly Hills. And as I was waiting there to turn, actually I was turning left onto it, so I was in the left turn lane, turning left onto Doheny from Sunset. This is important. Yeah. This is we very gotta, important. We have so to, you see the proximity. Can you just draw it and we um, can put a Google map up on the podcast? <laughs> waiting to turn left, coming across the intersection. <laughs> yeah, I can do that, no worries. Turning left next to me was uh, in a, uh, like a, like a Land Rover, Richard Simmons. <laughs> Whoa. He's awesome. And he was wearing, his hair was all poofy as yeah. usual. What? And he was wearing a neon uh, tank top. Love it. And it was almost as if time slowed down or, and or stopped as he rolled through. Because there was a moment where I'm looking like this and we made eye contact as he was turning. Whoa. And it was just Five like the most weirdest. <laughs> I wasn't moving, thank God. And he was turning. But it was just like the most weirdly surreal like... I am gazing into the deep abyss that is Richard Simmons' eyes. He is the sweetest, most generous man. My oh, I friend, can imagine. My friend uh, met him and was just like, like he's very present, and as soon as he meets you, he just zeroes in on you, just like he did as you were driving, huh. and he sees deep into your soul. Whoa. Yeah, and he doesn't exploit it. He's just like, let's talk about your eating habits. Well, he still runs a That was weird. I felt, I felt naked. That's, that's open right. That's anybody she, for that's five bucks, them, yeah. which is nuts. Like... What? Or maybe it's fifteen dollars. But Billy it's Blanks. Crazy. Yeah, like you can train with Billy Blanks here. Weird. So nuts. That's crazy. Yeah, but that was definitely for me. It was like I live in Los Angeles. Yeah, this was bizarre. I think that for me, it's nothing so happy or lovely. <laughs> I, I come from mostly small towns, and so um, used to be. Uh, every day that I moved here for like the first six months I would cry in the car because there was so much traffic and like I was always lost (laughs) and so no matter how early I left I was gonna be late or anxiety ridden the whole time Yeah, and so like I just have so many moments of like being in the car with the radio on like sobbing like (laughs) but then one day I was like oh I'll take the 10 to the 4 or 5 like that was a sentence that came out of my mouth and I was like I live in Los Angeles like I can say that kind of stuff and it was like, you know, I was going to beat rush hour. Uh, you know, when you start to figure things uh, out that have never patterns. been. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was like, okay. I find the way to beat LA, as it were, is, is just resign yourself to the fact that it takes an hour to get anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes you'll get there faster and it's great. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you'll get there slightly later and it sucks. But and it's mostly, normal to everyone. That's the yeah, other thing. Mostly yeah. it's 45 minutes to an hour to get anywhere. Yep. And if you just resign yourself to that and play some cool music and just relax. Softly weep. Yeah. For 15 minutes. Right. And then give yourself 15 minutes of recovery time. Then you'll be good. Yeah. yeah. No, it's so true. I, I used to have such awful road rage. I mean, mm. I'm a hot-headed Italian anyway. But, uh, but yeah, it, it is really... You just kind of surrender to the traffic and say... Okay, and, like, respect it yeah. as, like, a, lar- a force larger than you. You cannot control it. You can't control it. It controls you. Yep. It really and does. so you might as well make Bend it over as pleasant as possible. Yeah. Though what's weird is if you have friends that live on the opposite side of town from you, you, like, rarely see them. Yeah. Because it just, like... That's why I moved to Los Feliz. I I, I used to be... um, This is really interesting for people that are not from L.A. But, but, yeah, no, I used to live at the beach. And and it's such a, like, it it kills your social life. Right. You live at the beach if you already have, like, a family and you have no reason. You know what I mean? Right. Like, your your social life is in your home. Yeah. But if it's not, if you're a swinging single and you're just like, hey, let's go to a club... 
then you want not that I do that. You are such a club rat. Ew. 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 <laughs> Dana can't even still, joke about she that. She still has body glitter on. Gross. <laughs> and I think and that's a glow stick sticking out of her cleavage. I'm not sure. Yeah, let's uh, let's let's make this comfortable for you. How do I get out of this terrarium? I'm leaving. The like, lid is on tight, honey. <laughs> uh, Cole, why don't you do your bad boy stuff? My bad. You mean my questions? Yeah. All right. So, uh, is that what we're calling it now? (laughs) Sweet. All right. Time for my bad boy stuff. So basically, uh, I'm going to ask you five questions about your own career um, that uh, hopefully you'll know, but maybe not. It's kind of weird minutia, but we'll see. She doesn't know what that means. What? Wow. What if I pretended you didn't know? I'm Ted Cass is the smart girl. Come on. You are. I wanted to bring that. Can I say that? Yeah, let's do it. Sure, we got time. I'm always impressed with you, and in improv as well. You are so good at being confident and intelligent at things that I think a lot of women, myself included, aren't. Like, I know if I get played... Like, if I'm in a scene and I become the doctor, <laughs> I'm the wacky doctor. Like, any kind of... <laughs> You're just wacky, Vanessa. <laughs> there's no... I have no mode that, like, I can say a big word without smirking in. And, um... <laughs> anything I play, just put wacky in front of it. Right. But you can say things like, uh, we're gonna unplug the thermogobular. <laughs> See, the thermogobular? I'm That's... pretty sure that was on night, right? No, we're gonna unplug the thermogobular. See that? There we go. There's something about the tone that it makes it that I, I now it, it exists. I believe that we now need to unplug the thermogobular. <laughs> Before I didn't. I was like, it's not, not even real. Or but else now... the algorithm will self-destruct. There what? See? Algorithm. Who says that? <laughs> D. <laughs> Though if you want to watch something where somebody can't seem smart but is supposed to um, don't say my web series no in the, uh, the the Bond movie The World Is Not Enough I think the one that is with Denise Richards oh, yeah. as oh, oh. a rocket scientist wow. the, she's a rocket scientist named <laughs> Christmas Jones you don't have you don't, wow you don't have a rock like that or a name like that and be a rocket scientist yeah. Unless it's a to, different kind of rocket. She has to say a lot of technical yeah. jargon that like doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Gross. Anyway, Dan is smart. Yep. Hi. Smart. <laughs> and you're good just, at it. No, I'm not smart. smart. I just sound smart. There's you, a difference. You sell I smart. I sell smart. Oh, and that's and another thing, too. This is just random. But um, Janine Garofalo was on 24 last season. Oh, cool. She doesn't even have an email account. She's like anti-computer. And she had to play a computer analyst specialist uh-huh. at CTU. And so what they did is they like... She, she told me this at the festival. Mm-hmm. Like, they basically put a bunch of, like, yellow stickum pads on her monitor with all the jargon on it, because she had no idea what she was oh, saying whatsoever, wow. which is interesting, because she's, like, you know, super smart, and yeah. stuff, but she's yeah. just not into computers at That's all. Interesting. It's something about confidence and just, like, I don't know. I don't know how people come across as that intelligent and collected. I don't. Vocal warm-ups. Oh. Yeah. Red leather, yellow leather. Exactly. That's, really, that's, that's all it is. You sit in solemn silence in it. No. I'm never getting hired again. They just, <laughs> they're like, wait a minute, the thermogobler. <laughs> that's not real. Or they'll start asking you to do therm, uh, warm-ups as your uh, audition. <laughs> yes. Uh, okay, five questions. Boom. Here we go. Uh, you played Sarah Grayman, or is it Grayman? Grayman. Grayman. All right. You played Sarah Grayman on the 2008 Thanks reboot watching, of Knight Rider. <laughs> along, with, <laughs> along with Paul Campbell and Bruce Davison. This is the second time that Campbell and Davison have appeared in a remake of a Glenn A. Larson television show. What was the other one? Battlestar Galactica. Yes, indeed. Damn, Gina. 78 and 2004. Um, all right, another Knight Rider-ish question. 
Val Kilmer voiced Kit, but was a replacement for what comedic actor and voiceover artist? Will Arnett. There you go. Gina. Two two. Due to his GMC truck uh, thing. I'm impressed. Well, I don't know. We're two out of five. Let's see what happens. Uh, you graduated from Bernard's High School. Bernard's. Bernard's in Bernardsville, Thanks New Jersey. Thanks for going there, Cole. <laughs> yeah, sure we are. Which counts, among, which counts among its <laughs> alumni, which incredibly famous actress. Meryl Streep. There you go. Also, uh, Jay Giles. Yes. Peter <gasps> Wolf from the Jay Giles fan. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. You played, uh, question for your three for three. You played, <laughs> you played Casey Cunningham, the cutthroat publicist for Olivia on uh, Hilary Duff on Gossip Girl. Yeah. What were the titles of so the good. three episodes you appeared in? They're all movie spoof titles. How does it succeed in vastness? That's one. Um, the something the floor, the floor, um, Dan, Dan the floor, Dan DeFloret, Dan DeFloret, and I can give me a hint on the third yeah. one. It's a movie. I love giving hints. With a man that likes to eat pistachio. That's not helping. Well, okay. <laughs> the worst clue in the history of clues. Uh, Wait. <laughs> Oh, this movie would make you an offer that you couldn't refuse. Oh, so oh, oh, um, your clue's better than that? yeah. <laughs> Pistachios, really? <laughs> um, um, uh, well, you're referring to The Godfather, but I can't remember what the name of the episode was. If it was the the, it, they do a play on words. Yes. So, give me a second. It's like the. It's not a little piano. It's a. Wow. Grand, oh, the grandfather. Yeah. The grandfather cool. part two. two. Right, okay. Cool. Thank we'll you. give you those. Thank you. You're four for four. I'll take it. All right, this one's really stupid. That was actually a three-parter. Come it on. really was. Yeah, that was difficult. <laughs> this one has about a nine-hour setup, so here we go. <laughs> you portrayed Dr. Logan Armstrong on The Young and the Restless. A doctor. For 23 episodes in 2007. Yes. While hiking in the woods, yes. you discovered Nicholas Newman, who had been in a plane crash and nursed him back to health. Yes. He had amnesia. Yes. I thought he you was still married him? to... Yeah. Thought he was still married to Sharon and couldn't remember the death of his teenage daughter who died in a car crash. What was his daughter's name? Oh, I have no idea. I think it was the soap opera setup, right? Yeah, that was good. I know. I was thinking quaking aspen uh, tea leaves because, or tree tea, tree leaves because that's what I uh, boiled down and has the same um, compound as uh, aspirin, and that's what I was able to keep his fever down with. That's what I saved his life with because See, my character took an elective in, in medicinal plants. <laughs> And that was a line I really said was, oh. good thing I took that elective in medicinal plants. But wow. You should feel right at home here in the terrarium. Then. I do. Half of these right. plants are medicinal. They sure, they are. Uh, the was... answer was uh, Cassie. Oh, yeah. That's, I smoked that away a long time ago. <laughs> with medicinal plants. Yeah, with medicinal plants. <laughs> but still, four out of five. Sorry, Cassie. Pretty darn good. Yeah. That's good. That's Pretty I'm darn good. You did your research, Cole. Thanks, I try. Wow. And so did I. <laughs> For my portion, really we need to say your research with air quotes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, again, I am the uh, white redheaded Connie Chung, so <laughs> watch out because I'm gonna get you where it hurts. Okay, um, I'm gonna ask you five really hard hitting questions. Uh-oh. Now, the first one is the one I ask everyone, and it's very fascinating and cultural. Skinniest celebrity you've ever seen. Now, when you tell me about them, you show me with your fingers how big around they are, and I'll describe it to the listeners. Sandy Newton. Oh! Sandy Newton is as big as a lima bean. Yeah. One, <laughs> she, one bean. What was that? One lima bean. Where, is, where was that measurement taken? It's not possible for her to be alive. Well, her arms are like lima beans. Her body is like whatever this is. Like an apple. Yeah. 
An apple she's balanced between great. Mm-hmm. Like it was, un- it made me uncomfortable to look at her. And now when I see really? her on the screen, because she's so little, but they hide it. Like they hide how little she is on camera. Yeah, because like, she gets never away with it. She of looks her. beautiful, right? No, she's weird. She's like um, Olsen twin skin. <gasps> Have you met Mary Kate and Ashley? I did get to meet one. Oh. Of them. I don't remember which one it was. Oh, it doesn't matter. How was it? Did gross. they invite she you to do terrified. coke in the no. bathroom? Okay. She was. She was. Um. Well, the first time she walked by, and like I, I got pushed over by her paparazzi. Whoa! This is at this DJ Hero launch party, mm-hmm. which was super fun. And DJ Hero I have is it. super I love fun. It. It's oh my god! Pretty rad. I have, I have yet to, to connect it to my Guitar Hero guitar. Yeah, you can do that. I haven't done yeah, that either. I, it's because I don't have friends, but and you can battle if somebody else has uh, another turntable. Or so was, I've been told. I haven't tried it. Really? Yet. Yeah. Cool. I'm feeling a sleepover. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> party. We went upstairs and like to the smoking session, and she was just like terrified, and like 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 you could tell that she just could not enjoy herself Aww. at all. And my friend was like trying to make her laugh mm-hmm. and said something about. Um, You're what so did, skinny. She's so skinny. <laughs> <laughs> she was, what did what did one butt cheek say, say to the other? And she's like, I don't know. She's like, if we if. What did one butt cheek say to the other? If we stick together, we can stop this shit. Ew. Oh, man. <laughs> we are earning that explicit right? <laughs> Well, but mm. she she kind of like, you know, gave a veiled laugh. And, and she's, she, yeah. I, I, I just, I, I feel very protective over the Olsen twins. Yeah. I just want to like hug them and be like, everybody, leave her alone. Leave uh, Brittany alone. <laughs> Chris. <laughs> I want to just um, hold them. Not hug them, but hold them. And see how that feels. You you hug them. Yeah, I just want to cradle one yeah. or two if I could handle You two. could. Easily. I've been doing a Jillian Michaels thing. So got guns, girl. Yeah, what's up with that? Now, okay. That was a great answer. Who was um, yours? I, um, you know what? I... I've got nothing so far. I haven't seen anyone. Okay. Really unhealthy. I did see um, Kristen Stewart, and she is really beautiful in person. Aww. Like, I have very mixed feelings on her, but she was stunning to look she at. She kind of has the shittiest attitude of all people, I think. I, think I don't she'll think be that's a much better real, movie though. Once she comes out of the closet. Yeah, right? <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> <read> about that. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. That's too bad. Just a theory. No, I, do, I think uh, that's a pretty good, pretty solid theory. I do fake celebrity gossip sometimes on my blog, <laughs> and one of the ones I did was like Kristen Stewart smiles ruins image. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> that she was on a roller coaster and then she felt really bad about it. So when she came off, she's like, "This is bullshit," and tried to compensate. <laughs> okay, guys, I have to move on with my questions. That's really funny. Has anyone? Have you ever been in an audition and they've asked to see your breasts? Um, like naked without yeah. nipple? Uh, no, I've never had to show my nipples for an audition. Okay, but what about the rest of your boob sans nip? Uh, like, you can cover the nipple, but we're going to need to see everything else. No, I mean, like, I, uh, I've i definitely been, like, been in my, uh, like, bra and panties yeah. in an audition room and, like, turned around for people to, like, look at my ass. Well, and yeah. they were like, okay, go ahead. Or not. You got it. <laughs> I haven't booked any of those jobs. Oh, come on. Uh, Google image. Must I say again? <laughs> There's stuff out there. Okay, moving on. Oh, and hello, Maxim Hot 100. Oh, hi. Yeah. Tell your butt you're welcome for that. Because <laughs> you got it there. Um, if your cat could speak, either one, what would his first full sentence be? They're both boys, aren't they? Yeah, I got two orange bastards yeah. at home. And uh, the dude would say, um... Food! Where's my food? I want some food! Come on, where's my food? Because that's what he says anyway, but like in meow form. Right. 
And and Whitaker, who's mm-hmm. like the the wonky eyed <laughs> surfer that I adopted. <laughs> Both of them Oscar winners, by the way. Yeah, and congrats on that. Thank you. <laughs> this year was a big year in your house. Yes, um, yep. um, uh, Whitaker would be by my bathroom sink and saying, "Sweet nectar of life, turn it on, <laughs> turn on sweet nectar of life," because he's obsessed with the bathroom sink and, and the water that comes out of it, which is amazing. Because I've got like three other sinks in my house, but for some reason, it's the bathroom sink that offers the sweet nectar of life. Right. And he purrs so hard as if it's like crack. If I don't turn it on right away, he does this whole flirtation dance and purrs Whoa. so loud. I'm just like, you're creeping me out, dude. I just want to wash my face. Maybe he's a Native American reincarnated into the body of a cat doing the rain dance. Very possible. Wow. Mm-hmm. I have, I have two welcome. cats, too. Wow. <laughs> I have two boys. Yeah. Yeah, Sydney and Vaughn. That's right. They're alias characters. Uh, they're actually brothers. We got them when they were like eight weeks old. From brothers Taylor. from the same mother. But, okay. but they look nothing alike. And one of them is like my lab cat, basically, Sydney, and he gnaws on my thumbs Ooh, like constantly it's really cute. weird but kind of cool and then Vaughn is like kind of crazy and skittish mm-hmm. but he's really affectionate when he wants to be but he will just like go in the other room and just go because he just wants you to come in and like talk to him yeah <laughs> cats are so weird and yet this is okay can we talk about cat haters out there yeah like why why do you hate cats because here's the thing it's it's either people hate cats because they want nothing to do with them mm-hmm. right it's like oh they're so stupid office you want like to have a relationship like a buddy with yeah. that that's why I like dogs but then my cats are kind of like dogs like they're all up in your girl they're really smart you can talk to them you can call them they play fetch right yeah my and I don't have to take them out for for walks they they're they're self sufficient with the duty yeah but with um. <laughs> But uh, but then when my friends come over, they're like, God, why are your cats like always want to know what I'm doing? Mm. Like, they're always like watching me and stuff. I'm just like, you can't win. You really can't win. Yeah, my cats like are both. are kind of like dogs too, and and, and that's they're totally I like, like well. hands on. I have yeah. dogs that I are like, like cats. They're in the other room of the terrarium. Can we hang out with them yeah. in the terrarium? Yeah. <laughs> nice. Oh right. wait, I got a. So I have two more. more. My bad. Um, I'm sorry. Okay. If you ever got extensions, hair extensions, tell me what they look like. Uh, well, I've, I, they often put hair extensions in my hair when I work tonight. Oh, yeah. In fact, there's no scene in Night Rider where I'm not wearing extensions. Really? Yeah. Do you like them? I've always wanted them. Well, it's great because what's so great about them is that they just clip in. Ah. And then you can style. And then all of a sudden, um, what's great is here. This is why. Yeah. I'm going to demonstrate. I'll talk about it. Okay, so I'm... She's I'm, got pigtails. I'm taking... Yeah, I'm breaking my hair into two pieces <laughs> mm-hmm. as in pigtails. And I'm putting... The left on the like in, in yeah. I'm putting both in the front, right? Yeah. So so I've got no hair in the oh. back right now. And what's great is now so now this all looks full and luxurious. Uh-huh. But when you shoot me from behind, ah. there's this hole in the back and you can see this ugly tattoo I've Yeah, what's up with that? Yeah. <laughs> but it was a bad idea. It's not ugly, uh, I just see, can't it's, tell what it is. Uh, John Stamos on a dolphin. That's <laughs> pretty typical. I like John Stamos. He was at night of hundred and forty trees. But extensions beautiful. would uh would fill that gap and make it nice and oh. long and luxurious. You can't scratch your scalp, it's a little bit weird. You know what I mean? But, yeah. Uh, actually, so for the show that I'm doing on Saturday night, I mm-hmm. have to find... Can you, do you remember that they used to have these clip-in just yep. hair pieces? That have just, like a comb almost yes, built in? Yeah. But of, 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 uh, of uh, deliberately off-color pieces, like blonde mm. or pink or blue. There's a hair mall right across the street from this terrarium. For real? Yeah. On La Cienega and Rodeo. <laughs> And I've never been in there, but it's called the Hair Mall. So they've got to have something. They have, must have something. Because I'm going to be, I'm going to be Jay Wow. That's from amazing. The Jersey Shore, and she has wow. like either blue or blonde like layers in, and so I want to clip those in. And I've got these awesome Lee Press On nails that are like Ooh. black and blue. Girl, mm-hmm. I love it. Work it. Boom. The, hair, the hair mall sounds cool, but you should give it a clever name, you know, if you're going to have a hair, like hair today gone tomorrow or something, <laughs> you know, just some weird punny. Here we are. Exactly. That'd be good. Or what about? 
hair store. <laughs> it's where you buy the hair. Can I go? <laughs> what? Truth or hair? <laughs> the Grateful Head. <laughs> okay, that one last actually question. actually yeah, a haircutting place in San Francisco. Yeah, it's really bad. It would be in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. This it one might be. offend you. Hippies. And I'm ready for that. And if you say it offends you, we don't have to answer it. I'm but easily offended. If you have to have, if you have to do this and you don't get to wiggle out of it, the other choices, shoot yourself in the head. I'm sorry. Um, have sex with a horse or your uncle, but you get to pick your uncle. Which uncle? That's not answering <laughs> this question. And I can't believe you actually thought of this. Uh, I won't answer either, but it wasn't a challenge for me. <laughs> Because I just, you know what? Don't want to go there in my brain. Never, That's, never yeah, want to even imagine. You should never that. challenge your brain for that. Yeah. No. Challenge. So, can we move on? Because my brain's starting to go there. Okay, wait. Yeah. New question. If you had to have one leg that's a horse leg or one hand that's a monkey paw, what do you do? Monkey paw. Whoa, I would definitely pick a horse leg. Really? Because monkey paws are good luck, I think. So, be... people go to shake your hand and you have a mini little monkey paw sticking out. I think we got kind of cool. Like, just I'd like to freak people out. Okay. Like a like a you know Inspector Gadget evil dude kind of thing. Oh yeah. Imagine just if you had a horse leg though, you could you could wear the funnest shoe. It's oh. like a sock. That's the the upside of a horse leg. And you could count. Like yeah. That's true. Oh, and imagine how fast one leg could run. Like, if you just barely touch with the other leg, just hop that, around. Yeah, that one leg really can propel you forward. Damn. I'm thinking a lot of back problems later. Yeah. You yeah. have a normal butt, it's just a horse leg. And it's the yeah. same length as your other leg. And I'm thinking okay. it would be a horse front leg, so you wouldn't be so hippie in that one leg. Oh, okay. You know? I like, I like your reality. Yeah. And you could shave it. But it's always going to look like a horse leg. Ugh, you might want to keep that hair. Yeah. Yeah. As much fun as I've had talking about horse legs, we got to wind this You're thing welcome. Down. Uh, Deanna, thank you so much for being on the show. Yes, thanks, uh, you are yeah, coming up on Rescue Me, is that correct? This, this next, yeah, the sixth season this Woo! summer. We'll be on four episodes. Oh, Fighting fires. Being smart? Uh, being tough. Yeah? Yeah, I'm not so much smart now, as I am tough. Are you fighting fire with fire? Oh, what's up with that? <laughs> I'm not really putting out fires. I'm starting them in the sheets. Oh, uh, uh, and also this Saturday, the date of Saturday is the oh, 28th, 20, not, 7th, 27th. But the yeah. show's at midnight, so it's technically the 28th. Okay, at UCB in LA, you're going to be in a show. I'm going to be on a panel uh, where we set up audience members to go on dates backstage, and then we have a live video uh, feed. UCB gets you laid, that NST, show? 3K. Yeah, UCB gets you laid is the name of the show, and uh, we comment on it. And so it's more fun. You can go out as yourself, or you can go out as a character, and so that's why I'm going to be Wow. Oh, that's going to be so cool. So that's Saturday night at midnight at UCB LA, and um, it's been really fun talking to you. You guys yeah, are pretty. It's been great. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for doing it. Let's blow some bubbles. With oh, some bam. That's Let's right. do this. Uh, so I guess that's, uh, that's it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening, and uh, we'll see you next time somewhere other than a terrarium. Subscribe to the Pop My Culture Podcast on iTunes. Check us out online at popmyculturepodcast.com, and follow us on Twitter at PMC Podcast. Thanks for listening. <laughs>